just wanted to throw this out there, man. Um, I was telling somebody this this morning. The worst thing you can ever do is get used to being mistreated. Don't never get used to being mistreated, man. Uh, whether it's from me, whether it's from anybody, especially a woman. Baby, do not ever, ever get used to or make excuses for somebody else that's mistreating you. And I know it probably sound cliche-ish, if that's even the right word, but I'm telling you, sometimes you'll start getting, you'll start accepting just being treated a certain way, not even knowing that you're accepting it. You deserve to be treated like a queen of your woman, and it, and, it, and it go on the other side too. A man shouldn't allow himself to be comfortable with being mistreated. So I just want to throw that out there. This podcast has been brought to you by Four Eyed Production. And now let's start the show. sucked out of you because be, because you're lowering your standard you know and like I think that was my issue is because I never wanted anybody to think oh you think you too good or you're but it's yes, just like me too. I, I have gotten to the point to where it's just like you damn right right you damn right I'm better than this bullshit. You're right. Oh I'm not saying I'm better than any person, anybody right. walking this earth, but if you are full of hell yeah. and drama, I'm I'm definitely better than that. I'm like, definitely better than anything that you have to offer because you are crazy. And yeah. you ain't coming up in here disturbing my peace I because like I done I, worked hard to get myself together. I feel like I told that story about how like I was in middle school and I had a teacher that asked me, do you think you're better than other people and I was like no I was like mortified at the question and he was like why man I will never trash. forget that hit me like a ton of bricks trash it's true it's true <laughs> trash okay girl on my worst day I ain't that bad when trash. I think of the goodness and Woo! I don't know why that that just jumped in my spirit to say that when I girl because you know when you be I'm telling you if somebody sings it or if somebody says that all you can do is just join in, because exactly. you just be like, good Lord, good God Almighty. All the things. Mm-mm-mm. I'm serious. Like, what if I had st- I would have been walking around looking terrible, feeling miserable. People would have been looking for me. Y'all Honey, heard from Tiffany? My edges would have been gone. I would have I would have been probably fat. I probably had about 10 kids. Not 10. Dragging them around, looking for their daddy, child. Right. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Won't he do it? Won't he do it, honey? Every time. And it hurts, though. You may think at first, like, oh, my God, why is this happening to me? And what, Honey, it is called direction for protection. Okay. Woo! Listen, it'll preach if you let it. If you, I'm t- <laughs> It will preach if you. I just had to stand, I just had to stand up a hand clap to pray to my, my Lord and say, who was head of my life, okay? <laughs> I just had to just send it up because we had a testimonial service. Because the Let me mess, my tea, the mess, Jesus, y'all don't understand. This is a conversation we're about to have off the air, mm-hmm. but the mess, 
that I have blocked right. <laughs> on and off and didn't even realize that I was blocking it. Can't you remember laying around with your hair tied up, with your glasses on, not wanting to eat, wrapped like a, a, a cocoon, wrapped up in a cocoon with a blanket, just miserable. Like, why? Out of all the things that I've done, why? And now not we, out of all the things that I've done, all the things that I've taken. Right. All the time that I've spent. All the love that I gave, okay? Just gave it away. All of it. A word. For you to act like this, but but, but God, God. But God. <laughs> what Tatra Bet say? But God. But God on high. <laughs> Sit tight, looks low. Listen, I'm about to preach in here. Okay. Let me stop. It I don't, preach I don't later, but we got stuff to do, so Ooh, let's Lord. get on with it. But that was a whole word. It came full circle. How did we even get there? I had a testimony in my spirit. Okay. Okay? Because sister been going through. And I just had a testimony in my spirit. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to release it before the new year. So here we go. I had to get it out. And y'all, I feel like this is my therapy, okay? I feel like... That's true. Me too. Another girl named Tiffany, Courtney B, Culture Shock Podcast. This mm -hmm. is where we come to talk to our people about our people. And this is something that I feel like we all go through and... It's relatable. It is so relatable. Mm -hmm. And I know it's plenty of people out there who feel like, I'm the only one going through stuff and I'm the only one who had these feelings. We all out here together. And it's so crazy because I was talking to one of my friends and we always talk about like, you know, just things that are going on in our lives and relationships. And it's so funny because it's just like whenever I talk to friends that are going through things, it's either I have already been through that or I'm going, going through it. So yes. I'm, it's like I'm telling them things, but it's really helping me too. I'm really talking to myself because we all have been through it. It speaks to the testament where like older people used to be like, oh, you, I didn't go through it for me or you're not going through this for you. You're going through it for somebody else. And I'm like, can't they go through it for themselves? But no, like the number of people that I have had to just smile at across the table and go, you going to be all Honey, right because I, I, I know. One of them. I was one of them. But you can only do that if you know. Like, I could say that with confidence. Like, in a year, you're going to be flourishing. Your skin going to be bright. You're going to be sleeping good at night. Your hair going to be growing. And you know what else it is? It's like you. It's like God brings people into your life. Mm. And I feel like a lot of the times... It's like when they, they start talking to you about what's going on, but then when you come with what's that happens to you, they'll be like, oh, shoot. Yeah. Well, guess what? I'm going to be okay. Like, yeah. yeah if you went through that and, and, and you're doing as good as you're doing, you're going to be all right. You're going to be fine. That's so true. I've told people my story before, and they was, I mean, people that have, like, been married, had kids, mm -hmm. gone through divorce, and then they'd be like, ooh, I was not expecting that. Clutch pearls. You know what I'm saying? So, it's true. If that was on my heart. I I'm needed glad, to get that out. I'm glad that you got it out. And once you started, it was good to me. I had to get it out, child, because I've been, honey, I've been doing some serious reflecting. Because sometimes you really have to, you really have to take a step back and look at yourself and be like, what is, what is in me right. that even thought that was acceptable? Like, what is it? Yeah. So you don't make those same mistakes again. That's true. Or that you notice things quicker. Yep, but that's why they talk about, like, repeating stuff until you finally get the lesson. Until you, you learn that. 
I know for me, I used to be like, I'm such a good person. I'm such a good girl. I'm such a good woman. I don't deserve this. But it never registered to me to stop requesting that people treat me the way I wanted to be treated if I wasn't willing to do it for myself. So if somebody said like, oh, like you're mistreating yourself, like, no, I'm not. I treat myself very well and I treat these other people well. But allowing those people to treat me poorly, I was treating myself poorly as well. Because you know that you deserve all the things, all the good things. Yes. Because it's, I mean, it's not simple, but it's as simplistic as plucking yourself right on up out of that situation. And what I found is, because I've been in a relationship where the person could apologize and then I'd be like, they, this is just, like, they seem genuine, Let, like, let's try it again because second chances and all this second, stuff. Second, third, fourth, fifth, Right. Yeah. And you go too. back and you try it again and you're like... But they seemed so genuine last time. And it gets worse each time. It does. Because they know they it gets can worse mistreat you. Each time. And it doesn't ever really work until you finally remove yourself. And by then it's too late. But I can remember like those, taking sabbaticals and coming back and finding out that while I was away, they were miserable. And so... I don't mean right, <laughs> right. So I don't mean I don't mean to rejoice per se, but just in knowing that like I've been mistreated by some people that I don't talk to anymore at all. They can't look at me. We don't communicate at all, and I am ninety eight percent sure they are still doing the same stuff. That's how we got here. They're still mm-hmm. doing the same stuff that they were doing when we were in a relationship or friends or whatever, and they still miserable. Yeah, because only miserable people would just, would, not to say that you, anybody can go through things and potentially harm someone, but someone who continuously does it to you and has no qualms about it, like, you're, you are miserable. Like, it's something wrong with you. Yeah, something missing. Yeah, for you to continue to just hurt people that have bent over backwards for you, like, Tooth and like will fight for you tooth and nail, right or wrong. Like it's like in the courtroom, in the classroom, girl, at home with your own family. I'm gonna throw this computer. I know you want to. I know you want to. Computer. I'm gonna preach in this place. Okay. You do everything for this person, and like this is my thing. Is like I I really truly believe this. Like your friends, like your your best friends and people that you really connect with, or people that love you that hard i honestly feel like um what's the movie it's it's not i was about to say Harlem Nights when you talked about that the love story with the little white boy and the black girl they were in new york and the little guy's name is c and the, the brown-skinned girl the, that was keisha from belly and he was a little italian boy and he was going with the black girl it's an old movie? Yes, the Godfather? I, no, it's not The Godfather. It's a it's like a crime movie, though, but it's a love story. Anyway, when he's talking to, like, his OG or his dad or someone in the car, he tells him, he's like, it's, you only get two great loves. That's it. Yeah. You only get, it's, there's only a certain. I've uh, seen this movie yes, before. I can't think of the name of it, but I truly believe that you, you only get a couple that love you like that. Now, it's not to say that you don't go on and you meet people that, you know, you can live with and be and, and grow with and you love that person. But I honestly feel like there are only a couple people that you connect with on that level. Yeah. And once you, for the lack of a better word, shit on them, yeah. you're going to feel it for the rest of your life. 
True you story. Will, you will always think back to like, dang, I really effed that up. Like, and not to say that you won't go on to live your life because you will. We all gonna keep breathing, but you won't never forget how you treated that person. Do you believe in the one who got away? Yes. I'm the one. Because I'm the one. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. I'm, I'm the, the one. one. Like, yeah, I know I'm the one because yeah. I love hard. You hear Super me? Super hard. I love through a lot of crap. Listen. But once once I get to that point, I'm going to tell you what, what the point, when I get to the point of disgust. Me too. Me too, where you literally just don't even want to look at that person, where you start snapping on them, where they can't even ask you basic questions like. You can't even tell me happy Thanksgiving. Right. Feeling <laughs> <laughs> my own teeth. I don't want to hear that right. from you. Goodbye. Yeah, I think one of my last ones was, uh, um, I, I just, I just want to call and wish you a happy new year, and you know, I, I know you're gonna flourish this year. Bye. Yes, I, I'm gonna flourish forever for all the years mm-hmm. until I'm a hundred. Yep. Left, okay. Left that message right where it was. Did not call back. And I know somebody is going through that because it's the holidays. People get all sentimental. Yes. Start thinking about the good time. The magic what is in the air. Start reaching out. Hey, stranger. Hey, big head. Sis. Block his number. Yeah. <laughs> Block his number because he don't mean you no good, okay? Yeah. After cuffing season, it'll be business as usual. He don't mean you no good. And so, with that said, 2019 is the year of fun in the sun. Isn't it? Because <laughs> she is single and, and ready, ready to mingle. mingle. <laughs> Listen, Ooh. clank, clank, clank. Come and get a little bit. Come and get a little bit. Not. Clank, clank, clank. <laughs> Love it. Ooh, we having tea today instead of um, wine, so it's not even the alcohol. We're just on a natural high. I am. I'm excited about my life mm-hmm. and the possibilities and just all the things that are to come. Yep. And, Every- just, and just knowing that anything, and I know this is, we just go all off topic. It's okay. Do this y'all is, care? No, I don't, think, I don't think they do. But um, I was, y'all know I love... Real Housewives of Atlanta, that is my show. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be on one one day. I don't know if it's going to be Real Housewives of Charlotte or whatever, but I'm going to be on Real Housewives probably Child, just day. behave. Don't be out here embarrassing us, okay? I ain't going to embarrass I you, but I'm going to have to throw BQ. a little bit of shade because if, if I'm born, they're not going to keep me on the show, and she needs to be on the show. Anyway, <laughs> um, <clears throat> there was this one episode where Candy was just talking, and she basically was saying, like, I can do anything I put my mind to, I'm going to do it. Yes. And just watching her on this show, everything that she said that she wanted to do, she has done it. Manifesting. Whether, whether she had the experience, whether she knew who to talk to, mm-hmm. she figured it out and has been successful at everything that she has done. And right. I think it all just comes from having that mindset to where I really can do whatever it is that I want to do. Right. And just going for it. So that's what I plan to do is just to continue to grow and to do the things that are on my heart to do and, and the things that I set my mind on that I want to achieve. Just just going for it. Facts. So. I really feel like that's how we've operated in our 2018, even down to starting this show. Mm-hmm. Where it was like, you know what? When January 1st comes, it doesn't matter what equipment we have or who's on board. Or, we were struggling at first. Yes, episode. but it's okay because we got the feedback that we needed and we kept pressing forward. And you know what? 2019 is going to be even better. Girl, I'm tired. Me too. I told um, B before we got on the air with you guys, like, I've checked out of 2018, and it wasn't intentional, but I just, 
I, I think I've worked really hard this year at a lot of different things. A lot of wonderful things have happened. We've traveled a bit. I plan for us to travel even more. I know for me, for you, and then us as a collective, um, keeping our hearts and minds open to new opportunities in 2019 and just trying to get that together. Because I know like every year, if you wait until 2019 to get your 2019 popping, you're going to be behind. No, you need to start. Like, Get your planner. Start today. Make your you connections. Can, it could be either one day or day one. Just, just <clears throat> start. Just start. And I don't know. I may have some things coming up for the new year that are kind of different. Mm -hmm. But listen, y'all keep asking me for advice. The first one is for free. Second one, I got to charge. Right. So just, just stay tuned. <laughs> because I love y'all, but... Time is money. The price is going up. <laughs> price is going up. Time yeah. is money. I had somebody message me today asking me something. I'm like, okay, this is your one. After that, you know what? I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you this cash app uh, screenshot. And be like, cash app me so I can give you the rest of this information. It's funny that you say that because I'm just gonna share. Like normally, you try to keep your business to yourself until you have everything lined up. I'm gonna say this because I had to turn down the opportunity. Um, just because it was too short notice, but somebody hit me up for a speaking engagement, mm -hmm. right? And it's funny because this weekend, I believe I was having a conversation about, um, with somebody, I can't remember who, about the way women negotiate and how, you know, we're afraid to, oh, I know who it was, but we were, uh, we're afraid to apply for jobs if we only have like one or two of the qualifications, but the That's men me. don't care. They Donald Trump it all the time. They go out there, they apply for stuff that they absolutely cannot do and get way more opportunities because of it. And then, like, with regards to speaking engagements, you're like, oh, you know, I'm just starting. Even though I've done plenty of speeches in different, you know, areas of my life, but never really paid to do them. And so, lowballing yourself and thinking, like, oh, well, maybe I should just charge this amount. When really, you know, a speaking engagement just in general is worth this much mm -hmm. because of the time and the travel and all of those things included. And somebody hit me up and asked me to participate in a speaking engagement that I had to turn down that was for more money than I would have asked for. Mm -hmm. And I just took that as a sign mm -hmm. for my 2019. Don't lowball yourself. And I don't know who needed to hear that, but it no. was somebody. It was, I bet you it was more than, than one somebody. Yeah, don't love on yourself mm -hmm. because my thing is, if you can't afford my price, then I'm not the one for your speaking engagement or That's your right. whatever. Find somebody who's in your in your budget, and then when that you will, can, we can work together. Come back to me, yeah. That's just like when you think about like um, stylists, like hairstylists. People are like, oh, that's too much. I can go to so and so. And get, well, then go, then to, go so -so. to that person <laughs> until you can afford me. Yeah, go to so and so because I don't care what they're charging. This is what I'm charging. Right. This is what I think. When you when you negotiate, you're saying this is what I think my time is worth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I made a big mistake in my last position by not negotiating, That's just accepting the first offer. You never accept the first offer. Never, never. It, even if like they say it's non-negotiable, then ask for time to think about it. Never accept the first offer. Dang, I wanted to say something about it. 
we just coming up like with all the the good words that I had for the end of the show. Child, they just coming the up at minutes. the beginning. I preached the first ten minutes, so y'all got my good word of the day. Cause child, I I had to go down into my Bible for that one. Now you know damn go well on. they're gonna be looking for something at the end too. Child, I had to go into my prayer closet on y'all because <laughs> my nerves, my nerves have been distraught. You hear me, like. Honey, God had been on me with just like, here you go, get it out. And that's what I had to do. Thanks. So. All right. Are we ready to get into this show now that we done yes. spilled our guts? I am ready. Great. Well, guys, we're black like we never left. I'm a girl named Tiffany. And I'm Courtney B. This is episode Only God Knows. What, 43? It's 43. And 43. I made a mistake. I said the last episode on the post was like 41. <laughs> For real? Yeah, but it was 42 because we're on 43 now. Okay. See, I'm telling you, 2018 has that me, okay? Brain fried. But that's okay. They're still hanging with us. Um, so, now that we gotten that out of the way, your weekend, your Thanksgiving, everything okay? How did it go down? What you been doing? What did it go down? Oh, yeah. My Thanksgiving was light and sweet. Like Good. <laughs> Not um, the sweet part. Not so much. Not, am, I'm like a sour patch. Okay, I was going to say, not all the time. Yeah, I'm like a sour you patch. You actually are exactly like a sour patch. Yeah. I'll and, take that as a compliment. And then you turn around and go, and you're like, oh. <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment. I okay. think that's, you know, I think that's an okay way to be. Everybody loves sour patch kids. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I don't know about that. They do, you don't like sour patch candy? We're not talking about what I like. You use the uh, uh, finite, a definite... Like everyone, because everybody does. Sure, every listen. If you are listening to this show and you do not like Sour Patch Kids, <laughs> on our next post, I want you to put an angry face. Listen, they not going to, because we can't get them to post for nothing. But anyway, I'm I'm a carry on. <laughs> um, so Thanksgiving was good. It you was just threw shade at our listeners because they need to to follow, get their friends to follow. It's they funny. need to comment. They do listen though. Oh, they listen. I know. But I need y'all to comment and engage with us a little more. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, Thanksgiving was okay. Um, nothing much happened. It was kind of small. And then I went to visit some friends and some family. One of my cousins was here from, um, she lives in Staten Island, I think. And she came down. So I, I went to see her and I thought that, you know, we we're going to visit for like an hour or so. And we ended up like talking for like four hours. Yeah. But I don't think I've seen her in at least like five or six years so it was good to see her and just you know talk to her and then i put my tree up because i'm trying not to be a scrooge this year so i just went ahead and put it up um and then since my brain has been fried like i have gone most of this year without watching much tv okay so like the past two weeks i've been like stuck on my couch bench watching yes um and so to get in the spirit after I put my Christmas tree up, I watched this cute movie on Netflix called The Holiday Calendar. It's so good. With um, Quincy. Yes. It's so good, you guys. I wanted I to cry. I think I mentioned that. Did I mention that I last I think you week? did. You said it you watched so, it. It is so, so good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. I shed a little tear. I'm going to watch that one again because it was good. Mm -hmm. Quincy's a good little actor. Now, mm -hmm. I don't want to minimize it. I shouldn't have said that. I apologize. He's a good actor. He's Cougar. believable. Cougar Powers. Activated. You like him white skin? Never no, mind. I just like him. Okay. No, girl, you know Idris Elba is my husband, but I can put a little cream in my coffee on the side. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> um, and what else did I do or watch? Oh, I watched this good documentary on Netflix called The Fear of 13. 
It's basically about a death row inmate who was incarcerated for 20 years for a crime he did not commit. Mm -hmm. And he's basically telling his own story in documentary form. So good. Cool. And I started um, Queen of the South. Which, okay. you know, everybody likes, you know, some boss chick stuff. Right. And I repotted some plants, cleaned off my plants, and just did some house stuff. So, that's pretty much it. And then my mama took me out to eat at Outback. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, girl, it was good, too. I love it. So, what did you do? How was your weekend, Thanksgiving, all that stuff? Thanksgiving was great. We had it at my grandmother's house. Drove down to Sanford on Wednesday night. Had Thanksgiving. We're supposed to come back to Charlotte on Thursday night. And didn't end up coming um, until fr early Friday morning. And then flew out to Georgia um, Friday night. Shout out to my mama for uh, making the lasagna yes. for Thanksgiving. My favorite food. And so we had regular Thanksgiving food over my grandma's house. But um, when I got home, the lasagna was popping. Yeah, we didn't have turkey. We had roast. Oh, girl. It was so good. Side Ooh, note, so good. I was eating so hard I bit my tongue. My sister doesn't eat turkey, right? And I don't now. Like after this Thanksgiving, I realize I'm a fan of turkey barbecue, but I'm not a fan of like actual Thanksgiving Day turkey so much. And my sister always gets them to make her a roast on the side because she doesn't eat turkey or like Christmas slash uh, Thanksgiving ham. Mm -hmm. And she had too much on her plate, girl. She broke me off. I was like, taste and see. That yeah. the Lord is good. I love, I love A good chuck roast. roast? Yes. Now, I think that I can do... Now, if someone has some fried turkey, right. I could have I ate that. But I just did not want... I just not want that. Like, the night before Thanksgiving, we had um, salmon cakes. Ooh, so good. Ooh, I had a crab cake yesterday. Ooh, so good. So, yeah, Thanksgiving was cute and sweet. And I'm glad she's out the way. Yeah. I know you are. Um, in Georgia, I went to the aquarium, the Coca-Cola place, the sundial to eat. I don't know if you remember the story about the sundial. Sad story. Um, what was it, like a year or two ago where the little kid, uh, got stuck? So this is like the pinnacle, the, the tallest building in Georgia where you can go eat at the restaurant and the floor rotates, the out, outer ring of the floor rotates on two floors and somebody's child, you know, was just playing and the parents, you know, um, didn't see them and How? they got stuck behind one of the pillars and it crushed the, the child. Oh my God. Right. Um, so I'm to understand that it hasn't rotated since then. <laughs> you about to Google yeah, it? Because yeah, because Jesus You don't Christ. remember that story? They weren't black. How are you going to say that before you even Google it? <laughs> anyway. They could have been. I'm sorry. But how are you not paying attention to your child? I just, I want to know how a child got stuck back there. So, mm -hmm. so it doesn't rotate anymore. It was not rotating when we went. Okay. Was the food good? Oh my God. It was so delicious. You can't even really be mad that the feature wasn't working. Mm -hmm. Um, I went to, to CNN, which I've been before, been to all of these places before except for Sundial. And okay, fine. She's turned the computer around to let me know they weren't black. Um, <laughs> But went to CNN, had a good time there, um, ended up ordering an in-house massage. Ooh, uh, fancy schmancy. I mean, you know, you know, get a little brand new every time. Uh, did a couple other things and then flew back for work. So, she is tired all the time. And yet, I'm trying to live my best life, so. Living my best life. Hey. Ain't going back and forth with you. Well, I'm glad that you... Enjoyed yourself and had a nice weekend. Thank you. I'm glad that you're back and safe and sound and ready to tackle the week. 
fact. So every week, without failure, you know, we, we're going to give you guys the good, bad, and indifferent. We tell you what's going on in the world and the news. We tell you how we feel about it. You do not have to agree. Love for you to respond and let us know if you do or not or, or don't have a different uh, perspective on some of the things that we talked about. Um, mm -hmm. So one one thing I want to talk about right quick, and I know I don't, I told B this as well, like I don't have a lot of black news today. Not that I couldn't <laughs> get it, just so many things disgusted me. Um, Ooh, this one in particular, disgusting. yes. So Sunday, I believe it was Sunday, did you see where they, they were tear gassing um, the children at the border? Yes, I did. I'm so disappointed, not surprised, but definitely disappointed. Um, most of them were Honduran. Um, they were in a Honduran caravan crossing over um, Mexico, Tijuana. And Trump is denying that it was used as a disbursement tactic on children, even though this is the problem. This is one of my main problems with him, even though there are photos mm -hmm. showing that that is exactly what happened. And it's like he he knows that if he says something that the people who. I won't even say the people who advocate for him, right? Mm -hmm. Because there are a lot of people who know better, but because he pushes their agenda, they go along with it. But there are a lot of ignorant people who push his agenda who don't know better, and he knows if he says it that they won't go do the research. They'll mm -hmm. just believe, like, oh, it's a ploy or that's fake news. But we can see, I can see with my own eyes. Yeah. Um, he said... Now, he was trying to say that it wasn't used as a tactic against children, but the children were definitely there. <clears throat> and one would assume they would be because, duh, it was a caravan. But he said they had to use tear gas because they were being rushed by some very tough people. He likes using those words, tough and rough, triggering, whatever. Um, I, I was reading where a woman was saying, she was talking about how, like, the tear gas burned her face, mm -hmm. and she was holding her baby, and her baby passed out. She had two children with her. Like, mm -hmm. I, I didn't even get to, I don't, I don't want to see that on video, but, like, just the thought of that image, a baby passing out because you guys are gassing, like, chemicals on these people and their children. Um... I don't know. It's just disgusting. And it looks like to me and to others that they're trying this out to see what they can get away with. And I just want to make one point. I don't want to be... I, I do want to be this extreme. During Hitler's first six years, uh, he focused on regulations to dehumanize Jewish people. And basically like trying to make them outcasts by revocation of citizenship, if you will. <clears throat> And so, he was limiting their participation, um, I don't know, like, kind of institutionalizing Nazi theo uh, not theology, ideology, um, and increasing segregation tactics before they started everything else. And before you knew it, there were gas chambers and mass mm -hmm. shootings and mass unmarked graves with no respect to gender or age. So... We say this all the time on the show, like, when they're done with them, whoever them are, the them that we're discussing at whatever moment, mm -hmm. they'll come for you, too. And I always just think in the back of my mind, like, what are people, what are people prepared to do to fight against this kind of behavior? 
because this is how it happens it creeps up on you and then all of a sudden something bad is happening to one group of people and there are people who don't respond out of fear and there are people who don't respond because it's not happening to them mm -hmm. but we can't I mean we just cannot continue like this so that's just my spiel, spiel my rhetorical question for you and for me to think about like what am I prepared to do as a citizen of the United States of America if things get too rough? Like, how do how do I personally, on a personal level, handle this? Because that's really how you have to approach things, right? When we say, like, what are we going to do? Then it's, it's easy to make it somebody else's duty. But we are the people. Yeah, we the people. Right. Even though that wasn't for us, but I digress. Anyway, what affected you this week? Um, what did affect me? Oh, can I say one other thing? Yes. So say what you need to say. Ivanka. Say what you need to say. <laughs> okay. I love say that song. You too. Anyway, <laughs> um, did you see in the news where they're talking about Ivanka's emails? And remember how, like, Donald Trump dragged uh, Hillary Clinton for her emails and now the GOP is trying to say, oh, it's not the same thing. Mm -hmm. Um. They were saying, like, oh, it was only 100 emails regarding official business and that she was transitioning into her role no, um, as, what is she, the, the assistant to the president? It doesn't matter because... So she didn't know any better No, what they're trying to imply. They're all, like, supposed to have been briefed upon, you know, the different policies and procedures. And one thing, too, that they are, they're trying to differentiate between Hillary and Ivanka is they're saying because Hillary was sending emails on a personal server and yeah. Ivanka was just using her personal email. Yeah. So, you know, they're trying to weasel their way out of it. Ivanka's but, no dummy. Let and, me just no, say she's that. Not. She's and she, highly intelligent. She's smart, way smarter than her father. No, she's not. And I mean, but this is my thing. How are they really going to hold her accountable for using her was sending personal emails when her when her father is tweeting from his personal phone. He's okay. never given up his phone. Okay. So it's just like, how are you all gonna hold? How did they let that happen? I don't know. But another thing too is you see how he's trying to like back off of Saudi Arabia for the killing of this journalist. Yes. When the CIA has said it's not only plausible that he knew about it but mm -hmm. that he ordered it mm -hmm. and Donald Trump is still saying well, we don't know he says he did but it's because he it, it's something with him in Saudi Arabia um I watched the view and mm -hmm. Sunny, she's a lawyer and she was talking about how um there's a lot of Saudis that stay at Trump Towers and yes. and frequent his businesses um, years ago, Osama bin Laden's brother stay, would stay at the Trump Hotel yes, a lot. I remember that. And he's saying that it's because of the oil. And he doesn't want to go against Saudi Arabia because of oil prices. But we get 20% of our oil from Canada right. and only 9% from Saudi Arabia. So that's not it. That's right. With something else. And so I just feel like they need to do a huge dive into everybody's finances Ivanka Trump is still making money off of her, you know, side ventures and mm -hmm. stuff. 
even though she's in the White House. And when you are in that office, you are supposed to cease all of that because it's a conflict of interest for you to be doing those types of things and potentially receiving kickbacks while you're in the office because that, that can say, determine your policies. Right, but they're trying to say that because her position it isn't paid, like like she's not rich. She's not paid, but if you have some type of, you, you, you want a trademark or something from China, and then right. you are an advisor to the, to the president, and you go meet with them, and then a week later, whatever this trademark or patent that you were trying to push through gets pushed through, you they don't need to pay you because you're getting paid based off of your status in the White House. Correct. Anyway, I'm, That's I'm a whole over them. Nother- I'm so over them, and I just hope that the House um, representatives really do what they're supposed to do with these checks and balances, because if not... Y'all better get to it. It's going to get worse and worse. Okay, one thing that did, it didn't really affect me, Mm -hmm. but since since it was a big deal and everybody was tweeting about it and talking about it, I thought that we would mention it. Okay. And that was the situation with Dwight Howard. And so glad you're bringing this up. Yeah. Okay. Um. So this this past weekend, Dwight Howard was the topic of conversation, mm-hmm. um, for basically being outed by his cisgendered ex boyfriend allegedly. Right. Um. Because he has come out and stated that he's not transgender. He is a gay man. So. Oh, I did not know that. Yes. Okay. And his name is I think Mason Elijay or Elijay something mm-hmm. like that. Whatever. Um, so basically, this person is accusing um, Dwight Howard of basically sexual harassment and threatening his life. So he took to Twitter this weekend to put out this whole thread kind of talking about this experience that he's had with Dwight Howard. Right. Um, he stated that they met on the set of Wild and Out um, and that they followed each other on Instagram and I didn't even think about this, but he was like, yeah, follow me from your Finstagram. You know what a Finstagram is, right? It's a fake Instagram. Mm-hmm. So apparently all of these people have fake Instagrams, and that's how they... I have no doubt. ...communicate um, via social media. So he followed him, and I'm guessing allegedly they had some sort of relationship. It was a, some nude photos exchanged, what have you, and that they had an understanding. And I'm using air quotes. So okay. take that. How you, How you want to. Mm-hmm. So, apparently, this was an ongoing thing between him and Dwight Howard. Um, and Mason, some kind of way through the grapevine, became aware that, allegedly, that Dwight Howard frequented um, these sex parties with trans women. And so, I guess he became upset. Okay. And then he began taping their conversations and asking him questions about it. And... I guess after this whole interaction with them and him confronting him about basically sleeping unprotected with trans women, they fell out. Okay. And he states that then Dwight Howard's camp started harassing him and trying to make, you know, bribe him to not speak or what have you. And so he's putting all this out. And at the end of the thread, he was like, so just in case something happens to me, y'all know. Because he said he was threatened by Dwight and his pastor. pastor. Yeah. Um... Because he didn't say anything before that. Because I always feel a way about when people try to out you. But I I understand, and I, I'm going to let you finish, but I understand a little bit more. Like, if somebody threatens me, I'm going to start talking because if something does happen to me, I want you to know where it stems from. 
Yeah, but why do you need us to know? Why won't you just tell the police? Understandable, but also, so there are so many different facets to this I know, conversation. It's, it's so many things. That's right? why I'm just like, it's way more than everyone, like, the fact that he is or is not doing it, that's besides the point. Mm-hmm. Whatever he does in his house, I don't really give a damn. Why? He, I don't care what he does. Like, people, why? people seem to think that, like, this is, like, an elite kind of thing. And it's not. Like, people are out here who are in the closet or who like different stuff and they don't want you to know for various reasons. Like, the whole reason they're even threatening this person, you said he's not transgender. Mm-mm. So, it's a, he's a gay male. So, the whole reason they're even threatening this man is because there's a stigma behind it. Now they feel embarrassed or he feels embarrassed. So, then there's threats. So, then we start talking about, like, you know, on the show before, we've talked about how people um, mistreat gay people or, or, um, you know, transgender people. You know, people from the LGBTQI community, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And this kind of, like, the kind of threats that they may have issued or whatever is a part of the same... Uh, I don't know what I want to call it, but but a part of that whole pot where people end up killed and murdered because they're gay and transgender and stuff like that, like it's all a part of the same thing. So if you're if you've been with this person and you guys have a falling out, that doesn't mean you get to threaten them or their life or their livelihood because the only reason you're doing it is because you're embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. At the end of the day, it is what it is. We don't care what you do. Right. <laughs> You're still gonna I make agree. Money. You're still going to make money. But apparently this is the second celebrity that he's outed. This person? Yeah. Um, Who's the first one? I can't remember who it is. But it's. I read it on Twitter. It's somebody that is like, not that, Playboy Cardi. That's who it was. Oh. Um, in I don't 20, remember that. In 2017. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I just... I don't understand why this day and age, if this is something that you do not want to get out, then just make people sign an NDA at That's the very beginning. It. And either they can rock with you and decide to do it or not. That's it. Um, And I understand the threats, but then... I sometimes feel like when you do have someone that's in the closet, it's kind of like you're using their closeted sexuality as a weapon. Because if they didn't want anybody to know this, this this is like a public outing. Like that that's I don't I don't like that. I don't think that's cool. I agree. I don't I like don't it think either. That's but cool. I definitely don't agree with threatening somebody's life behind it. I don't agree with that either, but I am going to call the police and then I'm going to sue you. I'm not going to be like, that's me personally. I'm just going to, I'm going to have my screenshots. I'm going to get me a good lawyer and I'm going to sue your ass and I'm going to get a restraining order and I'm going to handle my business because I just, I just don't feel like I would want someone to publicly out me because I, I wouldn't, wouldn't want to do that to anybody else I wouldn't either. either but here's the thing if you didn't want to be publicly outed for something wouldn't you be a little more cautious about how do you handle your business that's why I said you should just make them sign an NDA more than more than that they, I mean I won't even go I'm just, I'm just, I'll just say if, if that's what you want to do handle your handle your business on the front end 
handle your business on the front end and then you won't have to worry about it because I just feel like if this is something I don't want out I'm going to handle my business and then that way either you can sign this NDA and these are the terms if I'm this big a celebrity I don't want anybody to know or you can skedaddle and then we won't even have to be having this conversation you remember in Scandal whenever um, the president was finally like single after they had got him and Millie had gotten a divorce and what's the redhead chick's name? Abby. Abby, yeah. Abby was going through and she was like picking women for him because she was like, you can't keep doing this. Yeah, that's so they had like a system. I mean, I'm not saying you should do that, but I'm just saying I think you should if if you want to if you are at this if you're a consenting adult. Yeah, and you're at this level of stardom or celebrity or whatever it is if you feel like this is not something that you want i mean this could be with anything i don't care if you're a swinger it doesn't matter but my thing is if this is not something that you want out you know in this day and age to do better and the only thing that kind of has me on the fence about this is because dwight howard even made his baby mama sign an nda that's why she could never talk about him on basketball wives. So you mean to tell me that you are being screenshotted? And like I'm that's why I'm just like this whole thing is weird to me because you made Roy sign an NDA just to be on basketball wives. Right. She couldn't even talk, she couldn't even mention your name. And she has your child. And she has your child. But you didn't do anything with this person to right. like so that's why I'm just like it's a whole bunch of mess. And if you wanna whatever kind of sex you wanna have, I don't like at this point it's just like it ain't even affecting him trying to expose him. Like, I'm pretty sure there are a lot of them that partake in yes. these types of activities. But it's just like in 2018, like, bruh, like, get your stuff together. It's just at, th- at this point, it's lazy. Yeah, and I'm just, I'm tired of everybody getting outed and all of this kind of stuff and threatening people. You knew what you was doing. Right. Just handle your business because this is ridiculous. Right. This is just totally and utterly ridiculous. But I just wanted to get that out there and... You know, just kind of see what you thought about it. But that was one of the big things this weekend. What else you got? Um, So, we talked about Kim Porter last week. Uh, her funeral was held this week. If you guys follow us on Instagram, then you saw some of the um, tribute video that we posted for her. Um, I did watch my Instagram. There were a lot of celebrities that I saw coming into Columbus, Georgia by way of jets. Uh, I thought one of the most moving things that I saw was... Um, how they did the pyrotechnics yeah. for her funeral and they were colorful, you know, indicative of her personality and her lifestyle. Um, how, you know, some of her children were posting about her. And I did get a chance this morning to hear Diddy's part um, in eulogizing her. And it was very beautiful, really sweet. Um, so just wanted to mention that as a matter of fact, you know, that she has finally been laid to rest. Mm-hmm. Um, saw that Missy put up a heartfelt post that I didn't realize how close they were. And she was just indicating, you know, Missy's one of our favorites and just indicating that Kim is somebody who really always pushed her when she was afraid, the thought that Missy was afraid to do anything. But um, just pushed her, you know, into greatness and kept reminding her that she was the ish. Uh, and I know that a lot of people are going to miss her, so I just want to bring that back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the pyrotechnics, and um, I did see that Faith sung. I think she sung His Eyes on the Sparrow. Mm-hmm. She uh, did. Yolanda yeah, Adams sang as well. Yeah, there were a lot of black celebrities. Black Hollywood was out there in full effect. So okay. I'm glad that she is 
resting peaceful now. Yeah, me too. Did um did we talk about John Allen show on the show last mm-hmm. week? So I did not realize that. Um so I don't know if you guys heard about the young man who supposed to supposedly was a missionary and he went oh. to the island um in India. Oh god. The one who was inhabited by what? What? You look I ended exhausted. Up going, I ended up going down a whole rabbit hole behind this. I totally forgot about it. I ended I'm up sorry. going down a rabbit hole. Ended up watching a freaking 20-minute documentary about this man that had gone and actually got into that island. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, it took me down a whole thing. Right. So, there's an endangered <laughs> tribe. There's an endangered tribe in the um, Andaman and Nicobar Islands. Mm-hmm. And they're called the... And, Forgive me if I butcher this, but I don't think I will. Um, the Sentinelese mm-hmm. people, they're uh, black, mm-hmm. black uh, Indian. And so there have been people who have tried to go to this island before. There are fishermen who kind of uh, will, you know, fish off of the perimeter, but they won't get too close because if you, it's illegal. Um, mm-hmm. It's against the law in India to even go on the island. It, if you... So these people are trying to keep themselves healthy and safe. They know outsiders bring disease and they are not immune to the diseases, you know, Mm -hmm. that we have vaccinations for or just, you know, even the common cold, like we're, our bodies are better at putting up with that because, you know, we've been exposed and they have not. And so if you get too close, they will kill you. And so John is a missionary and wanted to go and give Jesus to the people and they were like, uh, no, let me hold it. And got him. And so yeah, with a bow and arrow. With a bow and an arrow. Good shots. Not saying like good that he's gone, but they are good shots. Um, he's not the first person to be killed for trying to go to the and island. That's not his first time. It, I was getting ready to say I read something that said that he had actually gotten onto the island before. Like him. And then went back, knowing that it's it's illegal illegal. and that they will kill you and that they won't get in trouble for doing so. So they were looking for the body. Now, some of the one of the fishermen that helped ferry him towards the island, and they should be in trouble too. Seven people were arrested behind that because you knew better. The fishermen know that you can't. That's right. It's illegal to go there, and the audacity of you to think that. I you're don't just think gonna, that's what you meant to say. Yes, it is. The caucasity. The caucasity of you to think that you're just going to go. My thing is, they don't even, what were you going to say? Mm-hmm. They don't speak English. Right. So, what were you going to say? Make hand motions. Like. Uh, get down on your knees and start praying. Um, I don't know. I don't know, but I know his family put out a statement asking for the release of the people that were with him, like, because it wasn't their fault that he died. Like they are not in pri- or imprisoned or jailed because your son died. They are in trouble because it's illegal to go to the island. And so um, they tried to rec- look for his body. One of the fishermen said, "Oh, I saw the people pull the body onto the island and bury it." Now I don't know how much I believe that because if the purpose is to keep them off of the island, then why would they mess with the body? No, I thought I just I thought I read something where it said that they just saw them dragging it. Right. So um, leave people they, alone. Right. Leave people alone. Right. They have colonizer. Given, they don't want you. They don't right. need you. They survived the tsunami. They will be right. okay. They don't. I mean, whatever God they're praying to, obviously, is working. 
Leave people alone. That's ridiculous. How dare you try to go over there when you know it's illegal? Yep. You know it's illegal. And I don't want anyone to lose their life, but it's just like, what did you think was going to happen? Right. You thought you were going to be the one? No. Yeah. Because, like I said, when I went down the rabbit hole, the one man that was actually able to get over there successfully, the only reason why he was able to was because some young boys had got caught off of um, the island somewhere fishing or stealing or doing something. So they imprisoned them. And it was like a whole year that he was making contact. Trying to negotiate yes, from afar them, to get, yep. Yes, giving them gifts and all this kind of stuff to the, bo to the two boys. And once they allowed the boys to go back to the island, he sent them with a whole, like, all these gifts and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so whenever he would approach, whenever he approached the island, those boys knew who he was. And yes. so that was how he was able to kind of infiltrate. And it was like something in the National Geographic. He did this whole story about it. But he, in turn, ended up feeling guilty because what happened is other people started trying to come to the island and then... Thinking that they could do what he had done. Yeah, and then they started... He, he started seeing how the natives learned to like barter and started trying to sell stuff and it was just it was getting out of hand yes. so they eventually stopped it again but leave people alone oh and they had a video of some fishermen that came there and was like trying to force the the um women on the island to dance and you know they don't wear clothes See? and so then they were like okay that's it because basically you're turning in this into like a human zoo and that's not what this is supposed right. to be so then they they've stopped it all together since then but yeah i went down this whole <laughs> This old rabbit hole googling the Sentinels. Who was doing that? Never mm -hmm. mind. I know who was doing it. Now you know. You know it was. It was not. And see, the man who, who started so crazy. He was. Um. He was like a historic anthropologist or something like that. He was like a scientist or something. Yeah. Um. And he just wanted to study them. So, but it got out of hand. And he says that he's always felt bad because he feels like he put that entire population at risk. For it's, his own curiosity. It's so funny because I was riding the plane this weekend and I was just looking around like, I wonder if today, if given the opportunity, if the people around me today would do what was done like to Africans and to Native Americans, yeah. like would they do that yeah. all over again given the opportunity and history and present proves yeah. that every time given the opportunity, they will. Yeah, they will. Oh, that's frustrating. Because that's just in their nature. What did I say? Bunch of disgusting stuff. I was disgusted. But yeah, I, I, I heard that story and I read it and I was, I, I'm, I hate that he lost his life, but you did that to yourself. I feel sorry for his family because, you know, I do, I feel sorry for because they, I mean, they didn't have any, I mean, they didn't tell him to go over there. Yeah, just go over there and like, I, like his mom, like you can't help but feel sorry for her. Like her son is dead, but that, that, that didn't make any sense. Like, you so, like, I feel like people like that, you so smart that you dumb. My mama raised me to leave people alone. Well, he missed that, that class <laughs> on the leave alone. He missed the leave alone class. I guess. I don't know anything. I don't know. I um, don't know. Um, in lighter news. Okay, fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was about to make a joke. Go ahead. In, I, I can see where that went. But in lighter <laughs> news, you know, my sister has been real quiet or whatever. And I was trying to figure out where she had been because I haven't heard from her. She ain't returning my texts. Texas, T-E-X-A-S. She ain't <laughs> returning my texts. She ain't calling me back. She stopped DMing me on Instagram. And then I see that 
the 2019 Lion King trailer is out. And I'm like, girl, oh, uh, that's where my girl had been or whatever. She's been over. doing her voice over work and she could not respond to me. Hey, Beyonce. Oh, my gosh. So the trailer, like the official trailer dropped on Thanksgiving Day. We were already watching TV. I had stepped outside and I heard people yelling my name. I was outside. Mm -hmm. I heard the men yelling my name. And I'm like, what do they want? I'll, I'll, I'll be back in the house. And then my sister runs around the front yard at my grandma's. And she's like, Tiffany! And I, so now I'm thinking something's wrong. Mm -hmm. So I run around to the front yard. I'm like, what? She was like, we missed it. And so you I, too. immediately, <laughs> immediately we're walking across the, um, on the next block to see my cousin Gregory Scott. And we just watched it like while we were walking. And it was so, I cannot wait. Them big old paws. Like, it's going to be so good. How they put this movie together. Like, have you seen the side-by-sides of the cartoon movie mm -hmm. and the live? Amazing. And, like, when Rafiki has his arm around the lion. Yes. Ooh, you guys, if you have not seen the trailer for The Lion King, so good. We have to make an event out of this. Yes. I, listen, I don't know who's listening, but the world is a smaller place than it used to be. There are no longer seven or six degrees of separation. And I know that I know that I know somebody. So, um... If you want to slide your girl a ticket to the actual premiere, I will be there. I will be there. On behalf of the Culture Shock Podcast, I'm putting it out into the atmosphere right now. Courtney B. and I would love to come to the actual premiere. Yeah, it's going to be Sips good. Tea. I mean, it's just got so many people. Donald Glover. Mm. Childish Gambino's twin. Beyonce. <laughs> Can't stand you. James Earl Jones, Seth Rogen. Y'all ain't never gonna let me live that down. <laughs> John Kanai, Key Michael Peel, Alfred Woodard, and I can never pronounce his name. But I'm just gonna say the main character from 12 Years a Slave. <laughs> I can never pronounce his name. <laughs> but you know who I'm talking about. Yes. So um, it's gonna be good. I'm excited. I know I'm shed thug tears when Fossa dies. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to cry other times. Like, when they do the Circle of Life, actually, at the play, the first time I saw it at the uh, Kennedy Center, I cried at the very beginning when they did the Circle of Life and at the end. And then when it came to Charlotte at Blumenthal, I started crying in the beginning. And then, of course, the peanut gallery sitting near me. That's why you can't sit with certain people. Because I got the, I know you're not crying look, which totally screwed it up for me. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why, you know, I got to go to the movies with some people who understand. I can't cry the circle of life because I was a cartoon kid and there was this bomb cartoon back in the nineties mm -hmm. called the Animaniacs <gasps> and they had yes! this whole, whole scene where they recreated just the circle of life, but they dropped the baby. So every time <laughs> I see that, I think about the Animaniacs but you just that messed baby. it up for me because now I do remember that. Yeah, the Ani the Animaniacs was the ish. So yeah. I just remember watching it because it used to come on in the mornings. And I just remember watching it before I would go to school and I was getting dressed and they would drop that baby. And it was just so hilarious to me. So I, I kind of giggle every time I see them hold that baby. <laughs> speaking, of, um, speaking of cartoons and stuff like that, I meant to mention this earlier when you were talking about documentaries that you watched. On Netflix, there's a documentary about Walt Disney. Mm -hmm. if you have not had a chance to watch it please do because it's amazing like 
they're not going to tell you much that you didn't already know, but like what he was able to do and like where his mind went, given the time that he did it and envisioned it. One of my favorite Walt Disney um, movies is Fantasia. And so I think when I was a kid, they remastered it. But I love music. I love orchestral music. I play the violin. And so close to my heart. Um, but just to like watch like, and I had two schools of thought while I was watching it too. Because it just spoke to the nature of, like, poor and white is not always the same as poor and the rest of us. No. Because you still get plenty of opportunities that other people just would not be able to. Like, who do you know that's black? I mean, I'm not saying nobody would do it, but would take their very last dime and be like, I'm going to blow it on this. Like, I'm more likely to go get some food at least. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And still, like, try to work my dream out, but... But anyway, just the the vision for the Epcot Center, the vision for, you know, Disney World, Disneyland, Mickey Mouse, how he got cheated, you know, with Alice in Wonderland or the original story of Alice, like who who Alice was, like how they started that. They started filming that in, in his parents' house with his niece. Mm-hmm. Great, great story. Well, you know, that's who Kanye compares himself to and I mean he says he is Walt Disney so I mean you know they're on the same level you let Kanye tell it um <laughs> I'm just telling you what he said I am Walt Disney sure. that's what he said In lighter that news. is what listen that's what he has said on the radio I'm just telling you In yeah. lighter, you can take it how you want to take it in lighter news Black China did you see Black China fighting this weekend fighting Yes, so oh. you saw last weekend when Black China got this deal with like um, skin bleaching, like a skin bleaching. That's the name of it. White I said nicious. in lighter news. Freaking idiot. So then she posted on social media to invite the people of Lagos, Nigeria out to her big launch party. And they, some people met her at the door, girl. I don't know why they were fighting, but you know, colorism is big in like Africa, I mean here, but Africa, the Caribbean, you know, people are bleaching their screen, skin, looking like ghosts and stuff like that. So, I don't know what the problem was, but they were not having it. She's just, girl, why would you do that? Coins, white niches, white tissues, white niches. What is it? White, white niches. It's called white niches. Yeah, that's the name of it. I know. I just need oh, to keep saying it. White girl, niches. I don't have nothing. I don't nothing. I don't have nothing to do or nothing to say about Black China or her mama because they Tokyo both need, Tony. They both need therapy and medication. I was getting ready I just to don't say. Have time. I do. Her her Tokyo Tony got on social media and she. I cannot repeat any of the stuff that she said on the show. And you know, we say stuff on this show, but she was just off the chain. Like, I, I can't remember. I seen her she say compared. something like, but she light skin, so why wouldn't she sell bleaching cream? Or just, that makes no sense. Just, Black China is not light skin to me. Honey, her mama said when she was born, she looked like she was Italian. Yes. Shut up! And you still look stupid with them eyebrows. Worry about them eyebrows, okay? Worry about that. Holy, <laughs> I was just like. What do you say to that? You keep scrolling. Fact. And don't give it no energy. Because why are we still talking about her? Why are we still talking about this? It makes absolutely no sense, sis. Why is Calandria so beautiful? 
Honey, she get it from my mama, I guess. Oh my God, I'm about to listen. She is so her oh, yeah, skin looks that. perfect. Like she is so beautiful. I saw that, and she, she don't need no white niches. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Moving along. Moving along. Um, what about Takashi Six Nine? This, oh, this child. You mean Daniel Hernandez? Whatever his name Inmate is. Inmate one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Whatever his name is, child. I have no clue what he sings besides that one song with Nicki Minaj. But all I have to say is this. Two things. I like to quote the great Monique when she said, See, when you do clownery, the clown comes back to bite. Okay. <laughs> okay. And the second thing is, you are going to pay every debt you owe. You either gonna pay on the front end or the back or the back end. A word. You are going to pay. And that's all I gotta say about that. That is a because I'm telling you, words to live by. Listen. Do you want to pay on the front end or the back end? But you surely will pay. You are gonna pay because you cannot get out here and promote violence and gang culture and drug culture and. Post it on social media and brag about this and fighting this and doing that and think that they're not watching. You are easy. That's an easy case. That's an easy caller. Yep. You giving them all the information. They had to tap. And that's the thing about the feds. They it ain't none of this, oh, they get you and maybe they got this. They are not going to come knock on that door until they have their, they already know everything that they need to know when yep. they come and pick you up. This ain't. The state, this ain't the county. These are the federals. These are the federales, okay? When <laughs> Word they come to Martin to, Lawrence. When they come to get you, they done tapped your phone. Yeah. They already know everything. They, they just spoken to people. They already know. They had them on, um, they, they have them on like 17 charges. And racketeering. Like racketeering mm -hmm. Drug charges, rob, armed Guns. robberies. Mm -hmm. he, he videoed himself in the car with somebody as a shooting was happening. So, I don't want to hear all of this and see all of this. Free Takashi, I yeah. don't want to hear it. Did I don't want to hear it, sis. It's like I want to hear Free JT. You did it. I, what am I saying free you for? Listen. What am I saying free you for when you did it? It's not like you caught a bad rap or you just caught this effed up case. Like, bruh, you, you did, did it. He, he did that. And yes. then another thing that I find so interesting is that on his arrest record, you know what the race says? White. We knew that, though. But every other word is nigga this, nigga that. And y'all cool with this. The people who listen to this is cool with this. Yeah. Y'all thought this was cute. Because mm. you liking, you clicking, you sharing, you listening. You know? And then it was just so crazy because he told the judge that he could have every, all the money in his account for bail. And the judge was like, no. no. And you know what? So he pled, um, of course, not guilty to all charges. Um, and they had to transfer him from the Metropolitan Detention Center in Brooklyn where he was being held for safety reasons. Yeah, but because it'll... you ain't got all them bodyguards walking mm -mm. around with you. And it's so and crazy. Some of them are actually in, in jail as well. Yeah, like, and, they're in trouble as well. And not only did they intercept conversations, uh, and, you know, incriminating stuff about their illegal business dealings and, and what have you, mm -hmm. they actually intercepted calls with people in his camp that were plotting to hurt him yes so that's why he uh, well not that he found out that part but you know that's one of the reasons why that and money was why he fired everybody from his camp but this was like right before he got arrested too that's crazy he, they had already been 
They had already been clocking. That's the easy I'm collar. almost sure that he would have been dead if they hadn't arrested him. Like, yeah. soon. Soon. Very soon. And so, he, um, you know, his trial is set for next year, next next September. And he gonna be in there the whole time. The whole time. He He's another, this is kind of like the Bobby Schmurter thing. Yeah. Like, you, you just, you cannot. Like, this is, this is what I don't understand is like, and this is what I tell young kids. If these rappers are really doing the things that they they say they're doing, then this is how they end up. Right. If this is what you want to do, this is how it ends up. So which which one is it going to be? Because you can't be in both because right. they're not going to allow that. It's not going to happen. Yeah, this isn't one of those situations where the community is supposed to get out and advocate for this person. You did that. Yeah, like, I'm just, you know, I don't want to hear it. Like, it is what it is. It's a wrap. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, he gonna get... No, he's not. Because Bobby Schmurd is still in there. Okay. He got 17 charges. And they have the proof. Right. Phone conversations, video footage. I mean, you just... You handed them your ass. Like, here you go. Right. <laughs> Take me to jail. Like, here like, it is. As if he didn't have anybody who was trying to tell him, like, yo, you need to sit down somewhere. I think he had an interview with Fat Joe. Yes. Charlamagne had tried to yes. tell him. But... A hard head make a soft ass, and Don't. here here lies the story of Daniel Hernandez. And moving he, on, <laughs> moving right along. Speaking of people who do need advocates, um, though in Milwaukee, I don't know if you guys heard the story about uh, Jerry Smith Jr. He was a victim of uh, police brutality by way of cop shooting last year, last summer. Uh, he was holding a cell phone when he was confronted by police on a rooftop. Uh, they asked him to put his hands up. And while he was doing so, I think he got shot like three times. Forgive me if that's not the right number, but he got shot several times. He didn't die. And it was in close proximity, too. He didn't die, but he suffers from permanent paralysis in his right leg. And so the body cam footage was just released like a year later, showing the close-range shooting of two police officers and... um. One officer's original account was that, oh, like, he was sort of behind one of the, like, cooling units. You know, the things that are on top of the roofs. So, the chief deputy, deputy AD, um, Ken Laverne, Laverne mm -hmm. I think that's how you pronounce his name, said that officers Adam Stahl and Melvin Finkley were justified in using deadly force because they believed that Jerry Jr. was armed. But now that the body cam footage um, has come out, you have, you don't have to see it. I some people can take it and some people cannot. But it's in such close proximity, it will literally take your breath away. And so the lie detector test determined that that is a lie. Um, Jerry is suing the city. They clearly are like, put your hands up. He's starting to lift his arms. They shoot him several times. And after he falls to the ground, they're like, get down on the ground. But he's already shot. I saw it myself. So, I'm just telling you. I'm, I'm glad that he survived. I'm so sad that he's paralyzed. Me too. Um, and I hope he gets his coin. I hope so too. I hope he gets the justice that he deserves. Like, mm -hmm. all of this stuff is just unnecessary. And the AD can go. Yeah. Because you saw the video footage, even though we didn't. It was just released to the public, but you saw it. And you said they were justified. And then people want to pretend like we don't have a leg to stand on when we say 
uh, police brutality, uh, hands up, don't shoot, black lives matter, you know, then it's blue lives matter, and black people shouldn't be doing this. Exactly. There are no blue lives. Like, and speaking of that, this is something else that, and I, I don't know how to say this, and I'm not, I don't know how to feel about this, and people may take this the wrong way, but you know, there was a shooting that happened in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And um, four people ended up dying. The gunman himself and three other people. Mm-hmm. And so, I had kind of saw the story, but I didn't really read up on it. Because I just like to research these things, like, right before. I don't want to... I just don't want to think about that. Right. All, all the week. week before. Yeah. So, you know, um, up in Chicago at Mercy Hospital... Um, an ER doc by the name of Tamara O'Neill um, was killed by her ex-boyfriend. His name was Juan Lopez. He was 32 and she was 32 over a broken engagement from yeah. last September. And the thing that I've noticed is, because you said blue lives, is, and, and I noticed this with the shooting that happened where Tamara's um, niece got niece, killed. Yes. No matter who, who does the shooting or what was happening... They always mention the officers' names first. Even oh. even when, like, this Chicago... I mean, I know he died, but it's always kind of like they're more important than everybody else. Yeah. And the, when, the, when, the, when they start talking about the shooting, you would think that it was just... He rode up and just killed the officers. Right. Like, it's way, way down when they start saying the no, shooting why, took... The actual... Yes. Yeah. And I'm just like, any life should not be taken. Right. It's not yours to take. But I just kind of feel like when it's hard to justify and to, to have this level of reverence for people who continue to do stuff like this. Yeah. And to say blue lives over everybody else. Which in this Chicago shooting, it's not the case because he was going to the scene to do his job. So hats off to him and I feel sorry for his family. Right. But I just noticed that even with, when you go back and look at the 12 victims from the shooting that happened, the one I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. the officer's name is mentioned first, and then it's everybody else's. Why do you think... And I'm like, why not mention it? Why not list them by age, or alphabetical order, or... No, can't do that. They have to be first. Why do you think that is? Because blue lives matter more than, every, than black and white and brown lives, I'm guessing. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, um, so this guy, Juan Lopez, he comes to the hospital. He shoots his ex-girlfriend, Tamara, who's black. And um, they say that he stood over her and shot her, even after she had fell to the ground. He was, that was passionate. The police roll up, try to accost him. He ends up firing at them while running inside of the, this is why I understand, why did you go on further in up and through the hospital when you already, I mean, you already did what you, you, did came, what to you came to do. what you came to do, right. He shoots at the officers. He wounds, um... The officer ends up being fatally wounded. He's running towards the elevator. A pharmacy student, pharmacy resident that had nothing to do with nothing is getting off the elevator. He shoots her, kills her, gets in the elevator, rides on up to some floor and... While she's already dead or dying. Yes, and then kills himself. So these are four people that are gone for no reason. And it just goes... It's like a callback to one of the episodes that we did before about how black women are 35% more likely to be victimized by domestic violence than white women, and four times more likely than white women to be killed by a partner. And I emphasize partner because 
men beat and kill women, but women beat and kill women too. Right. So it's just like, how do you even protect yourself when you you get out of this situation? And then this fool comes to your job, right? And shoots and kills you. And she just so she's thinking like, okay, it's the engagement's broken off. Like I'm good. I'm not dealing with him for whatever reason. And they broke up in September. Yeah. And you still He's stewing and brewing mm-hmm. with this and planning and plotting to do this. So. Killed this girl. And I think she just started working at that hospital. It's on the south side of Chicago. She just started working there like July. And she's 32. So she's young. So she hasn't been a doctor for long. Right. Because, I mean, you know, it takes you forever to go through, you know, regular school, med school, and do all your, you know, um, residency and fellowship and all that. So, I mean, she's fresh. Yeah. Just beginning her life and career. So... Since you mentioned that and you and you mentioned the statistics again, you heard about the Ohio um, shooting with the former same scenario. We don't have to go into it too much, but a judge, um, a former uh, what do you call it, prosecutor? ADA? Yes. So uh, a trial judge. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, Listen to me over here, law and order prosecutor, right. ADA. <laughs> Assistant DA, the right. district attorney, all the things, the uh, defense lawyer. Who was it, girl? A who tri- was it? Because I watch SVU, I be knowing everything. Now, somebody give her her law degree. <laughs> I have thought about that, and I mentioned it one time on Facebook. And I have a lot of lawyer friends, and one of my lawyer friends was like, "Girl, you got everybody can help you." But I'm just like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa!" Now you gonna you gonna cop up these coins to send me back? Then we can talk. We can find the money. Sugar daddy don't want no sugar. Ma'am, <laughs> trial judge uh, Lance Mason, who in 2016 went to prison because he bashed his wife's face in. Her name is Aisha, uh, not white. Yeah, white. Aisha uh, Frazier. Oh, he crazy, crazy. Yeah. she's um She was a teacher. And anyway, he wrote a letter in the spring of 2006 apologizing you know, blah, 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 broke your trust, blah, 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 I'm so sorry. You did more than break my trust if you smashed my face in. But the crazy thing is, there are people who work within the judicial system who, after he brutalized her in that way, advocated for him. As they always do. And what did he do? Stabbed her to death because they never stop last week once they get once they do listen if you ever watch lifetime and see these based on a true stories or watch forensic files or anything mm-hmm. that showcases domestic violence that turns into a homicide yeah they always do something first and get away with that mm-hmm. and then and it then, just escalates yep you're terrified because now they're out and then think how scared she was. This man is in the judicial system. If he, if I mean, who's gonna get him in trouble? Who can she turn to? And there's no telling who he had on his payroll or whose payroll he was on. Back in prison, and that's where he belongs under the jail. Right, but he got. I think he got out of after nine months or so the first time, and so now her her life is gone. She thinks I think she had two daughters there without their mother. But she's black and she's a woman, so isn't that sad? It's very sad. We got to do better. Not we. I'm just saying. Oh, not we. I, the thought, I'm just saying yeah. like we the people. Yeah. There, there needs to be like this is this is my thing about 
America is that we, like, even with, and I'm not saying that the Constitution is wrong or anything like that, but. Oh, there's plenty wrong with the Constitution. I know you know that, you, though. Yeah, I mean, like, it's not completely just terrible. But it were it, it was for a certain time yeah. is what I'm is what I'm hitting at. So right. I just don't understand how as a community, as a global community, we have made so many strides. I mean, we got freaking robots. We have people in outer space, but we cannot seem to revise right. these this system that was put into place. Hundred years ago, like what? Like I don't. Under, it's not that hard to do these things mm-hmm. to to make better laws that allow you to be protected. But the powers that be don't want those changed, and so you know, no, because make, they're being bought and they need to take the money out of politics because it's never going to change. <gasps> it's never going to change because we look at the, the black man we had here before, right? Okay. They need to take the money and all of that stuff out of politics. Because this right here is ridiculous. You don't mean to tell me that this man was a trial judge and you done bash this woman's face in? Right. Give me a freaking break. And then you get out and, and then kill you get her? Out and then you kill her. And I know, she, it, but my thing is, I'm pretty sure she had a restraining order. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure she had these things in place. I wonder if she had a gun. I don't know. Because that's another thing we need to do. You want to see gun control? You want to see them do something? Because the first wave of gun control started when the Black Panthers stormed that state building with them with them weapons. Truly. Which was within their right. That's when, and I can't remember who the president was at that time, but he, was it? It wasn't Ronald Reagan. It wasn't, that was in the 80s. Who was it? Who was the president? Nixon was in the 60s, but he was at the end of the 60s. Whoever was right before Nixon. Anyway, he made the comment as, like, we got to do something about these lunatics on the, on the street with guns. Mm-hmm. You got lunatics everywhere. You got them everywhere just shooting up places, but you don't want to do anything. Right. Let all of us, let's start a black girl magic gun parade. I bet you to have gun control then. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I out. wonder if she had a gun. I don't because know I'm telling you right now. I'm armed. If I hear, if my alarm goes off, I am shooting you. Yeah. Because you have no business being near me. If you have bashed my head in and I can get to my gun, it's he over had a for knife. you. It's, it's over, over for you. you. Yeah. It is over for you. Okay. Did you see that? Um, it was a girl down in South Carolina that shot that man that was that was breaking her house. Yes, and her children were in the house with her. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. This was like I just got real calm. And when he kicked in the door, I, just, I mean, lit his ass up. As she should have. Lit him up. What are you doing, sir? Breaking and entering. So I, I Facing just. Facing forward. Women, we have to protect ourselves. You you have to learn some self-defense tactics. You have to get alarms on your homes. You have to get you a gun. I don't care if it's your ex-husband or whoever. By if you any know, means. If he means you no harm, Shoot him. I'm sorry. If he means you some harm. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> Not no harm. Lord have mercy. If he means you some harm, shoot him. Roosevelt. Dang, that was bothering me. Was it Roosevelt? Yes. When when Bobby Seale happened. But it was. It was Roosevelt. It was somebody at the state house, though, when they were there. When they when they stormed the state house to protest this um, legislation they were trying to pass about the guns. 
somebody was outside with children on the lawn. And all the kids seen them with the guns and thought they were a gun club and ran up to them and they escorted whoever that was. So he may not have been the president then, but he may have been the governor or something of California before he became. And I don't know if it was Nixon, but it was somebody back in the 60s. But after, after the Black Panther Party started showing up and had the law on their sides related to their, their arms. Yep. That's when they wanted to change things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's what it's going to take again. How did we get here? Oh, I know. Domestic violence against sisters. Yeah. Yeah. And about us being better protected. Because it's it's clear the system is not going to protect us. At all. So we have to protect ourselves. So we have to find the measures within the system to protect ourselves. Right. Look for the loopholes. Okay. Bloop. A word. Um. Dang. What else? It's actually some. You know what? I was gonna talk more about this, but I'm gonna just say this. Gina Rodriguez. Stop it. Now, I, the only reason I'm not going into depth is because I know by the time you guys hear this, she will have been dragged. She was in that round table, um, with several of her coworkers or people she starred with before. Like your girl Ellen Pompey was just talking about diversity. You know, in Hollywood. Um, I think Gabrielle Union was there, Emma Thompson was there, but basically she got dragged for making some comments about black women making more money in Hollywood than um, lat- the Latinx community. Mm-hmm. And um, as several other people have already said, a simple Google would have proven that that is not true. And that's not the first time that she's, you know, said something about black women just I thought that she was Afro-Latina anyway, but doesn't step away from the concept that other people can be racist besides just regular European whites. And so, um, I mean this in the nicest way, just keep white uh, black people's uh, name out your mouth. Somebody called her a habitual hater. <laughs> yeah. Like, girl, what you say? Do your Googles. Do your Googles and be quiet. And hush. Thank you. Shut up. Give me, give me five. Damn, if just you don't know hush. what to say, just be quiet. Correct. Just be quiet. Um, and lighter news, I do want to talk about this, and then I think we should, um, where's my wrap it up button? Boop. <laughs> um, but I want to talk about this because I am a sucker for a good old sappy movie. Pause. If you're going to do the lighter news last, I want you to mention Oprah. Now? Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. So, on Thanksgiving, Oprah's mom, um, what's her name, Bernita Lee, mm-hmm. passed away um, at the age of 83, um, which we, if you have followed Oprah's career, you know that she was raised by her grandmother. Um, her mom had her at 16, and... From what I saw last earlier today, Oprah still has not commented right. or said anything, but it has been made public that her mom did pass away. Um, so our condolences go to Auntie Oprah and her right. family. And her family. Yeah. Okay, so sorry. Lighter Just news. Lighter so, news. So um, there is a new movie com- coming out, and like I said, I am a sucker for sappy movies. And the movie is called Welcome to Marwin, and it's starring Steve Carell, which everybody mm-hmm. loves Steve Carell. And it's um, the film is by Robert, I think it's Zemeckis, mm-hmm. who did Forrest Gump, Flight, and Castaway. So you already know. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Um, and it's about a man who suffers a traumatic accident, and he was, wasn't expected to recover, and he had a um, significant memory loss to where he could only remember like bits and pieces. But from that, he develops this 
imaginary world where he can become a hero and he based this world off of powerful women that inspired him. And guess who one of the powerful women in the movie is? Guess who she is? Who? Our girl Janelle Monet. Yes. So I'm excited to see her on the screen once again for some black girl magic. And I know it's going to be sentimental. I'm probably going to be crying because if it's anything like Forrest Gump, Castaway-ish, and I know Steve Carell is an awesome actor. Yeah. I know Janelle Monet is going to kill it. This is going to be a good, heartwarming film. And that comes out this, it's at holiday season. I'm not sure when, but I just think Janelle Monae is doing her thing with her acting chops. Like, she is really so showing up and showing out and just being so versatile and playing all of these different characters. So, yeah. She's, she's in all the lanes. That's pretty much it. I just wanted to throw that out there. So, you guys go check it out so we can keep seeing all these, you know, black folk on the, in the movies. On the big screen because, you know, y'all say you don't want to see us a slave no more. Right. So go and support the movies. It ain't got nothing to do with slavery. <laughs> Speaking of which, I want to see if maybe we can do a double feature. If not, at least one movie this weekend and then talk about it next I'm weekend. Fine. So yeah, we can go. Let's try to do I that. I think my Groupon is more. I had a Groupon for a $5 movie ticket, but it's probably expired by now. Oh, no. But you can still get, you know, the $5 that it's worth. And just do it again. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. So... This week, thanks for being with us, guys. I think, you know, we've had a lot of fun thus far. We've talked about some good things, some bad things. We talk, we started the show off a little obscure. Um, but it's all been good. And so I just want to do something a little fun today. Um, have you ever played the game This or That, also known as Would You Rather? Probably a long time ago. Okay. So I just want us to do a quick round of that just to see you know okay where your where your brain is um my so, brain is in the gutter per usual but we can we can do we can do this oh my god <laughs> oh my god oh my god i don't know if i want to play with you then uh but too late i'm gonna commit so you have to yeah. pick one okay or the other okay okay so i'm gonna go and then you're going to go. And guys, once we're done with the show, we would love to hear what you would have chosen. Okay? I'm nervous. Why? I don't know. I don't know what you're going to ask me. It's nothing too crazy. Yours okay. are probably crazier than mine. I doubt it. I'm, I'm sure they are. Would you want to be... Would you rather be Donald Trump? See, already. Already or, foolish. <laughs> or George Bush? George Bush. Okay. Now, given that, like, George Bush was president when the levees happened, he's a part of the whole hanging chaz. You have to consider everything. He's married to Laura. <laughs> but he also gets the whole hands with Michelle Obama. I'd rather be... I'd rather be George Bush because if I was George Bush, I would have done things differently. That's not how this <laughs> works. But you're still choo choosing George Bush over Donald Trump. Yeah, I think so. Okay, if they were exactly how they were now. Okay. 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 Hmm. Let me see what I want to ask you first. Ooh. Okay, so let's say you could be reborn. Start from scratch. Okay. Would you rather be born in the past or in the future? Oh, in the past. Like wait, Jim Crow wait. past? No, no, no. Okay, Slavery so, past? 
Do I know? Do I know everything I know now, or no? You just re- you don't know anything. You're just reborn. No, in the future. In the future. In the future. No, <laughs> no, I'm not doing. No. Mm-mm. You're not gonna well, clean Miss Mills. No. I- don't you want to live with me? <laughs> Be my mate? Hell no. <laughs> what did you say? I said, hell no. <laughs> okay, would you rather date someone you love or date someone who loves you? Can both of them be cute? <laughs> I just don't want to be dating nobody ugly. I want nobody ugly loving me. No details. Um, I would rather date someone who loves me because my mama always said that the man should love you more than you love him. Bloop. Somebody else's mama told me that. One of my... Just a little bit. Not a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a little bit. Because men are stubborn. Yes. We just have a... You know what? Never mind. Okay, my turn. Yeah. Okay. I have another question. Kind of kind of similar. I do want to say why I, why, why I will... <laughs> Sorry. But women just have a different sensitivity than men don't. And so if we love somebody, if we More. date somebody that we love, like we have the potential to get mistreated a lot, which is how we started our original conversation. Mm. But if we date somebody who loves us, like that's just so much better because we got a certain tenderness with us anyway. Anyway. That's in that. And if I'm they sorry. love us, that means they're going to be good to us. They're going to treat us right. Yep. And we're going to be they're good gonna to love us because that's how we are. They're going to love us the way we deserve to be loved. So Amen. it'll work itself out. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Um. Okay. Speaking of love, would you rather be homeless with the love of your life? I'm talking about sleeping on the cardboard box homeless in the dead of winter or be rich but all alone. Have nobody. Just you and a mansion the biggest state of texas not gonna do it homeless homeless sleeping on the ground absolutely with the one you love mm-hmm. every day i have to fight for your love <laughs> okay yeah um oh my bad i just got caught up at the thought um but yeah like not even a question i'm definitely no, doing listen, homeless with the one i love we can go get us eight quarters and get us double cheeseburger you hear me drink out a water fountain you and cool me? up okay Gonna be in line every day trying to get in the shelter. Mm-hmm. But I know people who are filthy rich who are miserable. And y'all not gonna find me a month later hanging from the banister because I have nobody. People need love. Ooh, I had to get that off my chest. Um, Okay, would you rather get away with lying every time or always know that someone was lying? Always know that somebody's lying. Girl. Because I don't gotta lie. My I girl. just need to know if you lying. Yeah. Because if you honest with me, I ain't no need for me to lie to you. Fact. I don't want to be a liar. No, I don't want to be a yeah. liar. But I need to know if you lying, which... If you once you get close to somebody or you know people, you know when they lie or not. Right. Um, okay. Would you rather live life without taste buds Ugh. or live life colorblind? Like can't see any color. Not just a red or green or whatever. I mean co- like just totally blind to color. Like they say dogs are. Like they only see black and white in shadows. No no taste buds. No, t- so no you'd rather be able to see color. Yes, because then I wouldn't have this infatuation. I mean, I'm not fat, but I wouldn't <laughs> have this infatuation with food. I'd probably be real slim and trim right about now. I have to have colors. I'm artistic, and I have to have them. Okay. They cool. shape a lot of what I do. Um, speaking of taste buds, would you rather eat poop Ugh. that tasted like chocolate or chocolate 
that tasted like poop. I don't really need the poop to taste like chocolate. <laughs> For real. You would rather consume defecation. Is it really going to be poop? Yes. Poop that tastes like chocolate or, or chocolate, chocolate that, that tastes like poop. poop. I don't guess I'll taste the chocolate that tastes like poop. But then your breath know, is going to always smell no, like poop. I can get some mouthwash and at least I know it's really chocolate. <laughs> I can not. Go ahead. Okay. Would you rather go back in the past to meet loved ones who've died or travel to the future to meet your great-grandchildren? I want to see my posterity. Let's see your great, your great, yeah. your grands. Mm -hmm. If it's like right now, yeah. If I was like 17, then I'd be like, oh, I want to meet somebody. Yeah, but now yeah. that I'm not a teenager, like, okay, you know, now that I'm 23, it's a right. little different. That's right, girl. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Would you rather have a Foot long nose or a foot long tongue? Foot long tongue. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know if it'll fit in my mouth, but. You can roll it up. <laughs> I love a foot roll up tongue. I'd rather have that. Um, okay. Would you rather have to move to two different cities each year? I mean, completely move every six months for the rest of your life. Golly. Or never be able to leave your hometown for the rest of your life. What? <laughs> I when I when I was writing this down, I was like, mm, I know where she's from. So, <laughs> would you rather completely pack up everything every six months and move to totally different cities every six months for the, for the rest, rest of, of your life. life, or have to be in your hometown for the rest of your life? You can never leave. You always have to live there until the day you die. I'm moving twice a year. I would too. Me too. That means I get to really explore because that's you didn't. I didn't get pigeon held to the United States. No, I can move anywhere. to Thailand or anywhere. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Would you rather be able to speak all languages or be able to speak to all animals? I'd rather be able to speak all languages. Yeah, me too. I don't got no animals. I don't know that. Unless I can talk to my dog. Knowing. Unless yeah, I can talk to my dog. All animals. So which one is but it? But I'm only around I'm only around dogs because ain't no cats coming in my house. So I'd rather just But you know the animals know when something isn't right. They do. But I'd rather be able to speak all languages. Okay. Oh, is it my turn? Yeah. Okay. Would you rather have to eat dessert at every single meal? Or never eat dessert again? Dessert at every single meal. That's too easy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, who wants to eat a piece of red velvet cake? I'm talking about breakfast, lunch, and dinner every single day. Oh, every not every day, like no. every single meal. Yes. Yeah, but poor you, I, portion control. So you know, I might eat like a, a spoonful. A, yeah. Okay, got you. Um. Oh, this one's kind of morbid. Would you rather know how you're gonna die or when you're gonna die? How? For real. I don't want to. I don't want to hurt. Right, but say you find out that it is gonna hurt. Now you know forever, but you don't know when it's coming. I want to know when, and that way I'm going but, hard until that day. And then when it comes, I don't know what's gonna happen. But I feel like if I know when, I'm gonna be paralyzed by knowing. Nah. By thinking about oh, I got this many days left. I got this many. Like, I'll be thinking of it. That will be stuck in my head. Then you're just going to try to do everything. I'm not trying to convince you. I just know I would choose the the latter because then I'm just telling everybody, y'all. I, I think it's the nurse in me. I just want to know how. 
Okay, that's fair. Because I just I just need to know whether or not I'm going to suffer. Because I because if I know, even though I don't know when, mm-hmm. if I know that it's going to be something, um, then I will be like, I will still be able to just live and experience because I know like this is the end is going to suck. And I don't know when the end is coming, but I know it's going to suck. So I'm going to just go at it. Right. But if I, I, and that's just me, if I know the day, I'm going to be like, I got exactly this. You know, it's, it would drive me crazy. I feel you. So. Okay, it's my last one. Okay. Would you rather live without toilet paper or without soap? <laughs> Either way, your ass don't stink, but pick your poison. That's no not toilet true. paper or no soap. That's not true. No toilet paper. Because you can use something else to wipe your butt. Yep. Or you, <laughs> or I might have a bidet in my house. True, true, over. true. Or, yeah, I could just get in the shower all the time. I don't know. But I'd be at work. I, I mean, even when you pee. What if they got a shower at work? Ugh. Even when you pee, you can't use nothing to wipe, no toilet paper, no wipes, nothing like that. No paper towels. No, you have nothing to wipe your butt with. No, like what they call that rule paper. You ain't got nothing. You use your <laughs> hand. You like the the nomads. Just take your hand back there. Ma'am. I mean, you ain't got no toilet paper. It ain't my fault. I, I, need, I didn't make the questions. I just I asked need soap. I'm just not gonna drink water when I'm at work. <laughs> I'm gonna eat very little food and you got the drip dry. But yeah, shake it off. Some. Okay. Would you rather? <laughs> would you rather have an entire eyebrow accidentally wa- waxed off? I said this because I know how you feel about your eyebrows, or get a rash from a bad bikini wax job. I'd rather get a rash for real than be walking around with one eyebrow. Yeah, because honey, listen. I would be at home with my legs kicked wide open with some aloe vera gel right. and a fan. I wouldn't, honey, and I'll be in there chafing free. I would put me some Vaseline, some hydrocortisone, and kick my legs up and be in there. I feel you. But the one eyebrow? Oh, no. Oh, no. She's not going nowhere with one eyebrow. I have one more question then. Okay. Polyandry or polygamy? Polygamy? Polygamy. So, polyandry is when the woman has more than one husband. Polygamy is when the husband has more than one wife. And then all the other definitions kind of filter into both of those. I'm having more than one husband. It ain't no fun if the homies can't get none. Why she have all the fun? I guess it just depends on who you are, right? Because <laughs> one may be good at something, the other may be good at something different. Mm-hmm. Polyandry as long as I can pick, as long as I can pick who who it is, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Girl, no, no, I will. Yes, I'm the queen bee of the castle. But you know, men can be a headache sometimes, and not, I, not, I'm not interested or whatever. But I think sometimes in like polygamy, like some of the women are glad to get rid of their husband and make him the headache for a while for somebody else, or like when they start having children, then they share in the load on like. You know, taking care of, nurturing, all that. But I probably would choose the same thing. It's only one chief in the tribe. (laughs) And that's me. Right. (laughs) That is me. That was a fun game of this or that. It was. I appreciate you. You didn't ask me anything too nasty besides what I eat poop. Like. Yeah, I had some more. But, you know, I was trying to keep it light because this is the first time that we played it on the show. And I want people to continue to listen. Now, I cannot promise that I'm going to be this nice in 2019, so get ready.
Anywho, um, nice talking to you today, it B. It was cool. We kind of we kind of went off kilter at the beginning, but it was needed and necessary because somebody got blessed by that word from on high. Amen. Um, so per usual, what was funny or what inspired you this week? The funniest thing I saw this week was the girl who does the voiceovers as Beyonce. <gasps> when yes. She was, when she was talking like Nala, like Simba, why would you leave Pride Rock? <laughs> like, right. I thought that was hilarious. So that was funny to me. I watched it like three times because it's just crazy how much she sounds exactly like Beyonce. And I think her name is at Jade Nova on Instagram. But I was just getting ready to look for it. That was funny to me. So what about you? I... Well, the funniest thing, I don't even know if this happened this week, but it stuck with me. Um, oh, two things. Snoop Dogg made me laugh. Oh, yeah. Um, he was like, I want to thank me. Yeah. And then, you know, the Christy show. Um, the one that's always like in the church wigs and oh, stuff yeah, like Christy. that. Oh, yeah, Christy. Yeah. And so she had posted, when today is about to be your last day going to church because the pastor stays doing the absolute most for no reason. <laughs> and she posted this video of an actual church service where the pastor is like the one flying in. over the congregation. I saw that. And when I read the hashtag, I was already laughing, but when I read the hashtag and one of them was zipline, I lost it. I seen that too and somebody else posted it, but their caption said, now, whose ties paid for this? <laughs> clearly, the members' ties and offer paid for that zip line. And when I tell you, Why, I would have yeah. got, after I filmed it, I would have got, got up all the way up. That would have been the last they seen of Ernestine Bass. I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, telling you, the last you've seen of Ernestine Bass, because I would have been out of there. I love and it. And you wouldn't have paid me to step foot up in there. I would have been like, now, what kind of foolery? The devil is a liar. Right. Too much. Oh, my God. But that was funny, though. Fact. I know that um, we said a lot of things. We had a lot of takeaways in this show. Um, do you have any other good words for the good people to carry them through the rest of this week? Um, just this one quote I seen, and it was basically like, you have to create your own world so you don't die in someone else's. So with that said, mm. Mm. you can't be beholden to, to the dreams and the life that other people have planned for themselves that, you know, they just happen to maybe want to include you. Like, you got to live your own life because everybody don't have your best interest at heart. And there's no point in you trying to bend and break and mold yourself to fit into somebody else's world that's not meant for you. Yeah. Build your own life. Yeah. And tell them to kick rocks. Bloop. What about you? So, the, the first thing, it's funny because I had this as my good word and then I had a conversation before we got on the air with a friend of mine and we were talking about the same concept and then you came into the studio and you reiterated this, which means that I'm supposed to at least put this out into the atmosphere. Um, and it's the concept that things will not always look exactly the way you think that they're supposed to look. Um, and, and that's why like older people will tell you to enjoy the moment that you're in. Right, and enjoy the living that you're in. Because we want all these things, right? We want, like for me, for instance, I wanted an education and a second degree and to be married and I want kids and all of those things. And it, you you don't know like how that's going to come to fruition, what it's going to look like when, it's get, when it gets here, 
what your partnership is going to look like no matter how carefully you try to choose because people change all the time and you know you hope that you grow with your partner instead of growing apart and all of these things you you have kids and then you don't know what their personalities are going to be like you don't know what they're going to go through what you're going to go through with them the ways you're going to have to protect them when you're going to go i know that's one of the questions that i asked you and this or that all of that so you really just have to enjoy the moment that you're in and the other thing that i wanted to say was something that you and i were discussing when we were um having tea earlier and that's one of my friends shout out to thomas milton he used to tell me all the time when I was younger, like, you're not going to always get what you want, especially like in the way of, he meant it in the way of relationships, right? But you're going to get exactly what you need. Or he's, he said, you're not going to get what you think you want, but you're definitely going to get what you need. And the concept used to break my heart. Like as a younger person, I'm like, what do you mean I'm not going to get what I want? And so just revisiting that, and I said this to you earlier, I think what he probably should have said is that I'm not going to get what I think that I want, but I'm going to get exactly what I need and what I need will become exactly what I want. And so just keeping that in mind, especially going back to some of the things that we said at the beginning of this show, you're going to be okay. And whatever your next year, your tomorrow, your next decade looks like is going to be a hell of a lot better than you could have imagined it mm -hmm. because you're going to get what you need and that need is going to become exactly what you want. So don't worry. Yes, sir. Anything you don't want the people to forget? No, girl. All right. Well, you guys know you can find us on social media. Please follow us on Instagram. Tell a friend about us. Tag them. You know, we'll say hi. We're on Twitter and Facebook at the Culture Shock Podcast. We're also on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play. And you can email us at blackcultureshockpodcast at gmail.com. I always tell people if you go ahead and subscribe, especially like with iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, you will get a notification as soon as we drop a show. So you could just press play, press pause, press play, play us on your commute, send us to your friends, your parents. I know my mama listens and I know yours does too. Mm -hmm. um, so. You know, I hope you guys have enjoyed 2018. We got a couple more shows left to put in the bucket. And then we'll be, um, I don't know, like expanding some things on this show. And we look forward to letting you guys in on the secret when the time comes. Thank y'all for just sticking with us, yep, child. it's been almost a year. Almost a year. And we still together. together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a girl named Tiffany. And I'm Courtney B. <laughs> we out. Yeah. <laughs>